welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad to be with you today. So first off, Happy New Year. This is the first podcast of the new year, and I'm recording this in 2022 in case you're catching it later. So Happy New Year. My year is off and running, as I'm sure yours is too. And then second, I do want to let you know that I've added a new resource um, over at my little shop at the blog, and it's a PDF printable guide for planning your spiritual priorities for the new year. This little guide guides you through planning your goals for the year with eternity in mind. So it's a method that I've used for quite a few years now, and I'm so grateful to have come across it when I did. You honestly, you can use it any time of the year though. So if you're listening to this episode in August, it's still there for you. And if you'd like more info on it, I'll link to the guide and a podcast I have on it in the show notes. And I also have a YouTube video on it. So I've got all the bases covered on that one. So Our episode today is titled, Cultivating Patience with One Another. So if someone were to ask your family if you were a patient person, what would their response be? I want to consider myself a patient person, but I'm not sure what my family would say. And especially in those moments when I'm under stress or when things aren't working out on my timetable. So I'm thinking things here for us to ask ourselves as we're as you're working through this with me. I want these questions in your mind. Are we patient with our children when they come to us with questions and requests at the most seemingly inconvenient times? Or how about those difficult or challenging people in our lives? Or what about when people respond impatiently to us? So Galatians 5, 22 and 23 are the verses that come to my mind in cultivating the fruit of patience in our lives regarding one another. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, and it can also translate as long-suffering or forbearance. It's our ability under the control of the Spirit to persevere and endure in times of suffering or hardship. And it also means that we can put up with the weaknesses of others without getting angry or irritated. In the verse above that I just read there in Galatians 5.22, it is specifically referring to our patience concerning one another. Galatians 5.22 starts with the word, but as it contrasts the fruit of the Spirit against the sinful deeds of the flesh that was previously mentioned there in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21. And I'll link all these verses in the show notes. So the fruit of the Spirit is the fruit the Holy Spirit produces in our lives as believers as we are controlled by the Spirit and we walk in His grace and strength. Fruit in our lives will always be an outward manifestation of a life that is surrendered inwardly to God's work in us. So love is the first fruit listed there in Galatians 5.22. And without a clear understanding of God's love for us, 
we're not going to be able to show true love to others and bear with one another in challenging situations. The word love is agape in this verse, and we know it as love that is of and from God. God doesn't merely love. He is love itself. A picture perfect of what, or I should say a perfect picture of what agape love looks like is beautifully laid out for us in our all familiar chapter we all know, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, one I highly encourage every one of us to have memorized and recite frequently to ourselves and meditate on it. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4, it shows us how God's love working out in our lives will be evident by the fruit of patience being manifested in our interactions with others. Love is patient and kind. So true biblical love will be demonstrated with a gentle, forbearing spirit that desires to do good towards others, even those challenging or difficult people in our lives. As we're reminded of the gospel and God's great patience with us as his beloved children, we can now love others as God has loved us. So John and Charles Wesley, they were blessed with a very patient mother. At one time, her husband said, I marvel at your patience. You have told that child the same thing 20 times. Susanna Wesley looked fondly at the child and she said, had I had spoken the matter only 19 times, I should have lost all my labor, end quote there. I know we can all relate to Susanna's telling her child 20 times, but can we relate to the attitude that she displayed to her child? Sadly, I know I can't. My lack of patience was probably shown most to my children, and they aren't the cause of my impatience. They're revealing the sin that's already in my heart. So in those moments that impatience is, well, impatience is welling up inside of me, I need to stop and pray and ask the Lord to help me respond in kind to my child then I need to thank him. Yeah, thank him for revealing this sin of impatience in my heart and that he continues to work in me to mold me more and more into the likeness of Christ. I do need to grieve over my sin and seek God's forgiveness and repent of that sin. But God doesn't love me any more or less because of my good or bad behavior. His love for me is based on the work of Jesus Christ on my behalf and sanctification, becoming more like Christ, it's a process in our lives. It's not a one-time event. So what about all those that we would consider those annoying, wrong, and angry people in our lives? God has placed these people in our lives for a purpose. And the reminder that the Lord is long-suffering with us, I'm referencing there Psalm 8615, that should help us to do the same with others. I'm always reminding myself, and I need to because I forget this, that I may be the difficult person in someone else's life. We can desire others to be perfect, but find ourselves overlooking and not correcting our own faults. It's so easy to remove that speck from someone else's eye and forget about that log in our own. I'm not to bend others to my will, but I'm to bend myself to God's will. And his will is my sanctification. That's 1 Thessalonians 4.3. And cultivating patience in my life it's part of that sanctification process. So if our lives are lacking the fruit of patience, a great place to start is in our own homes. 
we're not going to become patient people overnight or with some kind of five-step program. It is throughout our lives being lived out among others and only will be worked out in us by the grace and help of God. As God enables us to show his patience to others that he has bestowed on us, we will be able to respond in those challenging situations in a Christ-like manner. So I pray, my friend, that we'll love others as we have been loved, and we will bear with one another, forgiving each other as Christ has forgiven us. Colossians Colossians 3.13 there. Ask the Lord to show you areas where you struggle in being patient with others. And journal this. Keep a note of it. Write some verses that help you. And, and seek the Lord as to how you can live out this fruit of the Spirit in those situations. Our prayer is that others will see the gospel being lived out in our lives through our responses to them, and we would have the opportunity to share the reason of hope, the hope that is in us. It's 1 Peter 3.15. So my friend, Jesus truly is enough always, and I'm so grateful for you and your time today. You can read most of this episode at the blog, and any links mentioned will be in the show notes. We start our study of 1 Peter this month in the Homemaking Matters membership community, and we would love to have you join us. In addition to our Bible study time together, we will continue our home focus through working through time and home management skills. And we also take past podcast episodes each month and discuss them a bit more in our casual coffee chat time. Um, We do that via live video. And we have our book club and so much more. I'm biased. Truly, I'm biased. But I do think it's the best group on the internet. So if you'd like more details, you can find them out at homemakingmatters.com or I'll link to the community in the show notes too. And I do pray, my dear friend, that you have a very blessed week. Mm -hmm.